0: is the Jason Walker Show. Here we go! Happy Thursday, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. We are uh, we got a busy day today in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We're talking uh, football. Uh, with Polson coach Caden Glinsman, Flathead coach Alex Cummings will join us. Also going to talk to PBR CEO Sean Gleason coming up in a couple of minutes. And uh, on this day in history, we have predictions for the weekend and much, much more coming up here on the Jason Walker Show. Of course, uh, who knows, this might be our last you know, semblance of any sort of non-dictatorship country that we uh, are heading towards. But uh, I digress a little bit. Uh, what else we got coming up? We got a whole lot coming up. We're talking some golf, too, uh, as well. Don't forget, no show tomorrow as we head down to Bozeman to get ready for the Gold Rush game. And we are going to uh, be making the announcement of the Montana Football Hall of Fame 2022 class on the Jason Walker Show around noon or 1 on uh, on Saturday. So we will be the first to announce the 2022 class for the Montana Football Hall of Fame uh, coming up on Saturday live from Bozeman. So you'll want to stick tune, uh, stay tuned for social media on that and, and how to follow it and uh, what time we're going to be on. So uh, let's see here. Oh, we're going to have some great interviews too. That'll be a fun time. That'll be a super, super fun time. Uh, hope you're having a good day. I was until I uh, logged on to a Facebook account. And it's just more, just parents whining. Just, that's all they do. Nobody can come up with a solution. You get Missoula uh, schools, two of them have uh, some issues, or one of them has an issue, so there won't be any um, football this week, crosstown in Missoula. It's at Hellgate and Sentinel, I believe. And it's just, just parents just whining. Look. I don't care how you feel about the vaccine. I don't care how you feel about COVID. Just do what's right for the kids, okay? That's basically it. Uh, If you want the kids to have a season, it's all about the kids. And I said this a year ago. It's about the kids. It's not about you. It's not about your failed high school football career or the fact that you wear your Letterman's jacket to, you know, Applebee's and share stories from 30 years ago. When you thought you were really good. You weren't. And now you're trying to live through your kid who's better than you. Well, if you want to live through your kid, then do what's right for the kids and let them have their sports. And just... Yeah. And, there, I mean, it's, it's the Montana A Prep Football page. Just... just I won't say exactly how I want to say it, but, yeah. They don't really pay much attention to the kids. They think they do. They think they're all about the kids over there on that page, but they're not. But you know who is about the people underneath of him? That is the CEO of the PBR. His name is Sean Gleason. PBR came out and uh, decided... Uh, last week, to make an announcement that they're moving their world finals to May of 2022 at Fort Worth, Texas. And I love it. I think it's great. And uh, we tried to get him on the show last week. There was some scheduling issues because they were getting ready for a big uh, performance on the USS Lexington. And to talk about that and to talk about uh, much more with the PBR is the CEO and friend of the show. John Gleason, he joins us now here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Well, first off, I know it's been uh, it's been a busy, busy summer for you. How are you doing over there? You know, we're doing pretty good.
1: It has been incredibly busy, uh, which is a good thing with all that's going on in the world. We're fortunate that we keep uh, bucking bulls everywhere we can.
0: It's uh, definitely a cool thing. Is uh, I think it's the second year. Last week you guys did the uh, Cowboys for a cause, or you got it coming up. But uh, it was last week. But uh, an aircraft carrier, not a normal place to ride bulls, but it's been a hit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we did it last year. You know, at the end of a very challenging year, we had struggled. Obviously, one of the we were the last sport down and the first port back from COVID closures, and at the end of the year, we could have just uh, tucked it in and uh, and called it a year but we decided that we were gonna raise some money for charity buck bulls on an aircraft carrier and unfortunately couldn't invite that many people so we decided to go back this year and do it again and it was just incredible
0: it's always a fun thing and uh, as we talked to Sean Gleason, the PBR of the C uh, NC PBR CEO it's early in the morning here but <laughs> hey uh, one thing I wanted to chat about um, before we, we we move on the PBR lost one of its own a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's never an easy thing to deal with.
1: No, um, you know, it never is. I'd hoped uh, it was something I'd never have to go through in my career again, and unfortunately, um, Amadeo Campos Silva passed away as a result of injuries sustained in the arena, and we uh, we were fortunate to be able to honor Uh, Him, by donating a whole lot of money to his family, actually, everybody that rode on the USS Lexington last week donated their money to Amadeo's family. That was $100,000. We matched it with $200,000 of of donations uh, other partners and fans have put in. So Amadeo's dream of providing a future for his family is going to be realized, um, and that's you know, that's something that I'm really proud of the PBR family for taking care of their own and putting uh, putting his family at in a place that they otherwise wouldn't have been. So we realized his dream, unfortunately, as a result of his passing.
0: Yeah, our condolences, too. It's uh, it, it's the rodeo world is a family, and it doesn't matter if it's PBR or PRCA or whatever it is, but uh, everybody comes together in a time of grief. As we talked to Sean Gleason uh, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, um, you got a big event coming up this week on uh, Pluto TV, and uh, that'll be in Anaheim, but uh, a lot of great things are, are with the PBR.
1: Yeah, the team's loading into Anaheim. It's uh, great that we, we were able to hold that event. We were worried about California and the pro- uh, COVID protocols and whether or not we would be allowed to have the event. But moving forward with that this weekend, and it is the first live uh, broadcast on Pluto of an Unleashed the Beast Tour event on Friday, and then Saturday we've got great CBS Sports Network coverage. So one of the reasons we launched Pluto was to provide coverage free to all uh, fans in the U.S. that that uh, have the Internet and television that they can watch every round of PBR coverage live and through one of the two opportunities that we give
0: them. It's definitely cool, and you guys are just keep getting bigger. It's amazing after all these years that the PBR continues to grow. It's got to be satisfying.
1: It's been, uh, you know, I've been here twenty-two years, and it's been a good run. I'm just honored to be a part of the organization and the team that makes all this happen, and I uh, can't complain.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, PBR CEO Sean Gleason, our guest here, Jason Walker show. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the big news, which uh, came out last week with the PBR World Finals moving. To Texas, you're heading to Fort Worth uh, next year. Uh, what what went into that decision?
1: Uh, it's you know really started uh, the conversation didn't start until we had to move the finals from Vegas to Texas last year. Uh, we went from T-Mobile in Vegas to, to at and Stadium as a result of the COVID protocols in the state of Nevada, and so that opened up a dialogue with the state, uh, the city of Fort Worth, and other community leaders who asked the question simply, could we have a longer term opportunity to host the world finals? And it happened, Uh, it opened up the possibility for us to not only move to Texas, but move to May, which gives us a contiguous season from, you know, we'll start in November, December and, and run straight through to May where historically we've had a multi-month break in the middle of the season, which has been really difficult for us to, uh, you know, communicate and, and have our fans understand why we start the first weekend in November in the last uh, the first start the first weekend of January in the first weekend of November, so you know, effectively a ten and a half month season, and then uh, have a big two or three month break in the summer with maybe one event or two events here and there, and so we've been looking at this for a long time. The opportunity. Uh, presented itself, and it, it also gives us a chance to build our own identity, not in the shadow of the NFR, you know, which has always mm-hmm. been a month later than the PBR World Finals in the same city.
0: And you avoid the NFL. You avoid pretty much every major sport, too, which is a, a, a good thing.
1: We all, Yeah, we definitely wanted our own window for our championship. Uh, it helps with the uh, opportunity to get the World Finals te- great television coverage, um, and you know the NFR is a fantastic event. Vegas has got uh, a great Western Sports Championship that's held in December every year. And if you look at the calendar now, fans don't necessarily have to choose one or the other. If if they were, you know, financially restrained from going to Vegas twice in a in a literally a span of a month, or more likely, just couldn't make that happen in the busy schedule of people's lives. Uh, now, just Western sports fans an opportunity to think about. I'll enjoy two great championships: one in Vegas in December, and one in uh, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, in May.
0: And the way that everything went down, Sean, last year with uh, with COVID and everything moving over to uh, to Fort Worth, Arlington area, just seems like a perfect fit for the PBR to to really go home to Texas and, and Fort Worth.
1: Yeah, the, well, the very first event that was ever held uh, featuring PBR bull riders was in Fort Worth, Texas, at the. Cowtown Coliseum and earlier this year we announced that we'd entered into a partnership with the Stockyards Heritage Group and ASM Global to book and manage the Cowtown Coliseum as well as other assets in the Stockyards District. So we'd already started making investments in that community. And when this opportunity came up, it it definitely is bringing the PBR home to Texas. Now I I have to tell you, we love Las Vegas. Um, I don't think the PBR would exist without Las Vegas. And we're working with them to make sure that we've got a marquee event and/or events in the city of Las Vegas, and we'll be making those announcements in the next thirty to sixty days about a a return to Vegas for those that want to be there.
0: That was my next question: Is uh, was was would Vegas be on the circuit now because you're you're moving the finals? So there you go; you just answered it for me.
1: Yeah, we've got we've got some other plans to announce. That you know, the move also opens up an opportunity. Uh, to create some new um, some new ideas and cultivate them, and so you can expect that there will be events in Las Vegas.
0: With the uh, the the season now moving from November to May and not really having a break, is that? I mean, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. These guys are bull riders; they're they're going to ride no matter what. So uh, whether you take a break or not, I guess it's not a big deal, right?
1: No, the break. You know, the break did give guys some guys a chance to heal up if they were banged up along the way. But, you know, if you know, these bull riders, they're riding in every single event that they can every week and weekend of the year. So if we're not holding an event, they're probably riding in a jackpot somewhere. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's not a burden to the bull riders. We definitely talked it through with them. And, uh, the fact that the, you know, the season will shorten a little bit. We actually hope, hope to take out a couple of events from the regular season as long as we can continue to service our sponsors and everybody else. But slightly shorter regular season and then actually a longer finals. And the bull riders love that. They love the fact that the bull, that the world finals is going to performances over two weekends as we had done it in years past at Mandalay Bay and Thomas and & Mack. Mm-hmm. And they love that format because they can have a bad day during the World Finals and make it up along the way. So uh, the bull riders are all very enthusiastic about the move uh, and the changes.
0: A couple of final quick ones for Sean Gleason, the CEO of the PBR on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, Chase Doherty is returning this week. He uh, had a torn MCL, got a new baby, but uh, the former Montana State bull rider, and uh, Rookie of the Year candidate, and he's uh, probably going to win that thing. But it's it, he'll be back this week in Anaheim, and and that's good to see.
1: I, I love Chase. He's He's got such an infectious personality, positive guy. Um, we've got a show coming out that we've talked a little bit about called Last Cowboy Standing that we produ- have produced over the last several months. Uh, and Chase was around during all of that, got to know him a little bit better, and what a great guy! He's fully committed to uh, to his profession, and can't say enough good
0: things about Chase. And we'll be getting uh, Mr. Lockwood back soon too, which is is great for everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just we missed Jeff. Uh, he needs to heal up. I'm glad he is, and uh, can't wait to get him back on the trail.
0: And then finally, I wanted to ask about Jose because is this the best year that anybody has seen, or the best run that anybody's seen in the PBR at least in the last? Well, 10 years, but maybe ever?
1: Yeah, I, you can't, you can't <laughs> even, can't even debate it, really. There, you know, there's not a, uh, when you set the, uh, all time 90 point ride mark in a season, when you have the highest marked ride in PBR's history, uh, I think nine wins so far and yeah, it's not even debatable. Like the guy is incredible and it's just fun to watch. Um, you know, we always, we're always rooting for a tight race in the PBR. We want there to be multiple guys with an opportunity to win the world championship. They're still not out of it, but man, if he can keep up that pace, they will be by the time the world finals comes around. And, you know, we just look at it and say, well, that's a great opportunity to go celebrate one of the greatest seasons in the history of bull riding.
0: No question about that. Hey, appreciate the time as always. Uh, good luck with the move, but uh, good luck with the rest of the season, and we'll be talking down the road. Sounds good. That is uh, PBR CEO Sean Gleason joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It was good to uh, catch up with him. And, uh, yeah, they'll be in Anaheim. Ride Pass and Pluto, Pluto TV this, uh, this Friday night and then CBS Sports Network on Saturday. But uh, they do a great job covering the PBR uh, and getting their name out there themselves. They're great self-promoters. There's no question about that. Speaking of uh, self-promoters, some coaches are not. They just like to talk about their teams and their kids, and one of those guys is named Alex Cummings. He is the head football coach in his first season at Flathead. They've got a young team off to a rough start, and they, uh, they'll they be in the uh, Helena Valley Friday night, taking on Capital Bruins, a homecoming of sorts for Mr. Cummings. And we'll talk to him next when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Don't forget to watch us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateradio.com. Tweet us at Jay Walker Sports. You can call in 406 209 1267 and much more. Uh, we did get the new uh, the new spot, so we have Sentinel Helmet up there on the left as you're looking at it, next to the trophy, and uh, the Capitol Helmet over there too. So, got to get this wall over here covered up. We got Cool Alley Arena um, hanging up above Mark Lorø Photography, and uh, got to get some more pictures around there. But uh, and we're still working on the lighting. She was here today, so maybe maybe by Christmas she'll follow through. Our lighting expert. More next, including Alex Cummings' Jason Walker Show. Hang on. or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue Building A Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of Amcap Mortgage NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark Laroe Photography. You're looking live at the 2022 Class of the Montana Football Hall of Fame. That is a signature introduction used by Hall of Fame sportscaster Brent Musburger. Our 2022 class will be announced September 11th during the SWX-TV broadcast of Bobcat and Grizzly football games, along with the Jason Walker Show. Past inductees include Dave Dickinson, Brian Salonen, and Jan Stenrud. Make your plans now to be in Billings next June to hear from our 2022 inductees. Please go to mtfootballhof.com. Jason Walker show that is uh, Daryl Worley and uh, have you forgotten from uh, wow 15 years ago it has been 20 years Saturday uh, 9-11 and uh, we're going to talk to a couple of coaches and get their thoughts on nine eleven from 20 years ago what were their memories because uh, they were pretty young if you want to weigh in on where you were uh, you can go to uh, at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can email us. You can uh, call in, 406-209-1267. 20th anniversary coming up on Saturday. I can't believe that. It's been 12 years already. There's a football game Friday night, and the Flathead Braves are coming to town. Take on Capitol Bruins. It'll be a good game, I think. I'll tell you who I think is going to win a little bit later on in predictions. But joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline to talk about his Braves and much more is the first year head coach Alex Cummings joining us now on the Jason Walker Show. Well first off coach uh, how's things going? Are you still, uh, you still happy you're the head coach of Flathead? <laughs> yeah I
4: am you know it's you know it's just part of the deal man there's there's ups and downs with football and you know i i do think our kids are playing very hard right now um and i'm very happy with our numbers um you know we're just we're battling for one some injuries um that's tough uh we're a very young football team you know and we're still trying to find our our groove in some aspects um you know and so it's you know it's just part of it's all part of the it's all part of the grind you know and so yeah well, I'm happy obviously i'd be a lot happier if we were 2 and 0 but you know we're 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 trying to build this thing up and that's important to keep in mind that you know we're we're small victories you know we got to keep our vision in our mind and we got to just keep moving forward and we got to keep getting better
0: what are the positives for the for, uh, from the first 2 weeks
4: you know i i think the positives are this for me um for one like i said i think our kids play very hard and that's something that is important to me i don't have to coach effort on this football team um you know, and I look back to Billings. Obviously, you know, we get we give up an opening kickoff. Um, you know, beautiful kick, just one guy out of position. You know, tough one. And to me, as a as a veteran coach and a guy who's been around a long time, in my mind, I was like, okay, well, it's just the same as they went down and scored in their first drive. Now we we just get the ball back. And I go answer. Well, I I thought we spent the first half of that game kind of on our heels, and it took us a while to kind of really dig in. Um, but the take the positive takeaway from that game for me was if you go look at the second half, I thought we played a pretty clean second half as far as moving the football, you know, and, and defensively, but you know, we get down in that game into the red zone four times and we have three red zone turnovers, you know? So although, yeah, we don't ever want that. I think in hindsight, that's a good learning experience for us. You know, we just cannot have turnovers in the red zone. You know, it's just unacceptable to turn the ball over. Um, you know, the other thing is too, as, as far as positives go, we are playing a lot of really young kids right now in this program. Um, which is a good thing. You know, there's a lot of kids that are getting first, their first varsity reps, um, kind of throwing kids into the fire. We're, you know, we're a banged up football team right now. Um, but the positive to that is we have 43 sophomores on the roster and we're getting a lot of experience. We just, like I said before, we just have to keep that in mind that we're going to have to just keep Getting better week by week, and and keep our goals in our mind, and you know just understand that that's football sometimes, and we can, we have to control what we can control.
0: Well, I mean, you get down into the red zone anytime, uh, you know that means you're moving the ball, and the offense is clicking. Uh, the turnovers haunt you a little bit, but uh, there's a positive there on that offensive side of the ball. That hey, we can at least move the ball now. We just got to finish drives.
4: Right, right, and that that's the word. Going around here right now is just finish. Um, you know, we struggled moving the ball against Gallatin a lot more than we did in the first, in the first game. Um, but again, I, I think a lot of that is on us as coaches is, hey, we just have to finish better. We, we have to continue to get better and we have to hit the opportunities when they're there. You know, there were, there, Gallatin's a good team. Make no doubt about it. And I, I've known their head coach a long time. We played together. For one, that's a huge football team, and, and they're well-coached. Um, and they threw the sink at us when they were on defense. I mean, they brought it hard. And, you know, as a as a young team, we have to realize, like, we, we got to be able to move the ball. Right. Um, we got to keep our defense off the field. You know, there, there's a lot of positives, a lot of takeaways. But, you know, that's that's just the thing. It's just a learning experience for us right now. Uh, we're continually getting better, and we, we just have to be able to move the ball on offense and keep our defense off the field at times. And then when we have the opportunity to score, we have to score. It has to be automatic.
0: Talking with Flathead High Coach Alex Cummings, who is uh, making a, a homecoming of sorts this weekend when uh, the Braves come down to take on Capital. What are your initial feelings coming back to Helena?
4: Well, I you know, I think, um, for one, Capital is a good team.
0: Uh, oh, no, no, no. Know, we'll talk uh, about Capital in a second. You personally coming back down to here. <laughs>
4: Well, no, it's good. it's always good to be in Helena. Um, you know, they they'll they'll be ready to go for us. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of one of those things. You know, I'm happy to be where I'm at. So,
0: yep. okay, all right, uh, now you can talk about capital.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a typical. In, in my mind, on film, I mean, it's it's a typical typical capital team. You know, they 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 are well coached. Um, they they have had a staff that's been you know, most of them have been together a long time. Um, it seems like they have some really good size and speed to them. Um, you know, I, I don't know what, what you guys feed those guys down in Helena, but they look like a good football team. They look they look big. Um, but like I said, they look well coached. we got to be ready to go this weekend.
0: They've struggled a little bit offensively. They've scored, you know, 14 points through the first two games after getting shut out last week. But their defense is really good. And they're taking on a young offensive team. Do you see a lot of are you anticipating a lot of similarities coach between um what Gallatin threw at you and what what capital's going to throw at you this week?
4: Yeah, that's a great question. you know, and capital's one of those teams that traditionally you know they don't run a lot of blitzes and things like that defensively you know they've they've always relied heavily on their schemes. Um, you know, they don't change a lot defensively, and they seem to have the guys to get done what they need to get done without having to throw the kitchen sink at people. Um, that being said, you know, I don't know. I expect them to probably throw some things at us, um, especially with the, they know now they've had two weeks worth of film that we've got a young O-line, and, you know, we're struggling a little bit there to kind of kind of get rolling. So, uh, yeah, I expect them to throw some things at us, um, definitely. Uh, you know, but there's a lot of similarities between our team for sure, as you said. You know, they, they struggle a little bit offensively, but, you know, I, I I like the team they have on film. I think they're a lot like us where they're going to find their groove offensively at some point, and we need to be ready to go defensively and make sure that we're sound on defense so we don't let those guys cut, cut it loose offensively.
0: It's going to be a good game Friday night as we talk to Flathead High football coach Alex Cummings on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, all right, Coach, I um, – I drafted Patrick Mahomes first in my NFL fantasy draft. Did I do wrong? I don't think
4: you can go wrong there. I really don't. The because it was between
0: him and Christian McCaffrey.
4: Well, he's also a freak, so I mean, take your pick. <laughs> See, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in taking the quarterback, though. Thank you. Um, you know, and I don't know why. It just seems like, like if I had number one pick, I would have taken Tom Brady, because he seems to score all over the place.
0: Um. But no, I don't think you can go wrong there. Yeah, I mean, if people are giving me a hard time, and I'm like, but it's a quarterback-driven league. I mean, the NFL is all about the quarterbacks. If you have a like, a, yeah, and he and he's a guy that can run too. You know what yeah, I mean? You're getting yeah. you're doubling points there. Josh Allen went third overall, so it's not like I did anything stupid. I had the first overall pick. I took Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I don't think I was the I only one go, in the country.
4: I think you go with your gut. You know what I mean, yep. and in the, in the long run, it, it doesn't really matter because I've won it one time in my life, and that's <laughs> good enough for me. I'll probably never win it
0: again. There you go. Hey, uh, I got a uh, final serious question for you, but uh, the 20th anniversary of 9/11 is coming up Saturday night. What are, were your What are your memories?
4: Wow, that's a great question. So, you know, I remember being in fifth grade um, when 9/11 happened. And I remember waking up and my mom was watching the today show. And I remember I didn't really know at the time what, you know, what the world trade center was or what was happening, but I knew you know it was something big because I remember my dad had just left for work and my mom was calling my dad freaking out and I remember actually sitting in 5th grade. We we literally watched the TV that whole day at school. Um so to me it's kind of a kind of a somber thing. You know, I just what I remember from that again, I was pretty young. But I just remember the immediate reaction kind of of kind of shock and what's going on. And then I remember a huge swing of American call it patriotism, you know, where, you know, I, I watched a country rally around, you know, um, around each other and, and support the United States. And, um, you know, it, it's a it's a very important thing for me. I, you know, and Flat High has always done a great job, you know, supporting the military um, our kids last weekend wanted to run out of the tunnel with 13 flags for the 13 Marines killed last week, you know, so it, it's important to us. Um, I think more than anything, just to honor and, and respect the ones that we lost. I mean, that, and if you think about it in, 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 the sense of history, I mean, that's, you know, other than Pearl Harbor, that's a, that's a huge event in American history. So really kind of crazy. That's been 20 years ago, um, you know, but it's something that I remember, and now I'm teaching kids that weren't even born, you know, when that happened. So that's kind of a kind of an interesting thing. But no, it's um, it's a it's a very very important thing to us that we make sure and and honor those people.
0: Have you talked? I mean, how have you handled this week with the kids, both football team and in classroom? You know,
4: we've we've definitely discussed it in class tomorrow. You know, before we leave, actually the you know, they're doing a um a ceremony here at Flathead right right away in the morning. Um and it'll definitely be a a big topic of discussion probably in most classes tomorrow. Um you know and I think more than anything it's important to me like personally that, you know, we do remember what happened because I think it's a significant event in American history. Um, you know, and it's something that it doesn't matter what class you're in, you know, it definitely deserves to be talked about um, and, and remembered. And it's something I think, you know, we can learn a lot from history um, and especially such a significant event, you know, with losing over 2,000, you know, American lives in, in one event. I mean, um, it's a big deal. So it'll be, um, it'll be good tomorrow to, to honor those people and, and have a chance to discuss that um, with our high school kids.
0: Well, I uh I thank your football team for what they did last week. That is um that's uh that's an emotional thing and with a son, with a son in the military right now, um I appreciate what those guys what your football team just did last week in honoring those 13 that were killed last week. So, appreciate that, coach. Absolutely. Hey, uh good luck this weekend. Safe travels. Um and uh we'll talk soon. How's that? Cuz you got to still play Hell uh, High, Absolutely. So. <laughs>
4: Yeah, no doubt. So, and I—I I didn't. I've got your address. I'm sending you oh, some yeah. gear in the mail.
0: Where's that helmet? I'll writ? rep
4: the brand for you. Yes, I have that for you too, and I'll—I'll I'll get it down to you. Are you going to be at the game on Friday?
0: Um, no. Okay, Probably. I will
4: find a way to get it to you. Well, you just give it to me? I'll, I'll head find head. a way to get it to you. It's that—it's that important to me. I'm a—I'm that big a fan of the show.
0: Well, I—I, I, you know what? You should wear the Jason Walker Show shirt underneath your Flathead shirt Friday night during the game. <laughs> For some good luck, and then, Yes, that. And then when you win, you take off the Brave shirt and you just flaunt me on the sideline.
4: <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, <laughs> hey, I, I, you saw it. I wore it down in my honeymoon in Costa Rica. I
0: know. I know that's awesome. And I showed the picture, so you're, congratulations on that.
4: You, thanks, but you're internationally known now.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. but Well, I am big in <laughs> Ireland, So, and now apparently you can Costa Rica, so... Uh, well,
4: there you go. You got a lot of fans down there in Costa Rica.
0: I uh, I, I appreciate that, Coach. We just need them to sponsor the show from down there. Uh, safe travels yeah, down here. Um, thank you for your time, and uh, yeah, we'll end on a high note. And uh, good luck to the Braves on Friday night. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate you as always, buddy. That is uh, Alex Cummings, the uh, coach of Flathead High, and uh, big game at Capital tomorrow night. Uh, you can find it on NFHS Network and I think somebody from Flathead's going to be covering the game. So there you go. Quick break, we'll come back. We'll talk some East Helena football with Polson coach Caden Glinsman. He's the coach Carol Carroll. He's got a lot of connections to the guys at East Helena and much more. And we also have predictions coming up on this day in history and, uh, and more here on the Jason Walker Show. Stick around. Coming right back. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn, Helena.
5: You're
0: looking live at the 2022 Class of the Montana Football Hall of Fame. That is a signature introduction used by Hall of Fame sportscaster Brent Musburger. Our 2022 class will be announced September 11th during the SWX TV broadcast of Bobcat and Grizzly football games along with the Jason Walker Show. Past inductees include Dave Dickinson, and Jan Stenrud. Make your plans now to be in Billings next June to hear from our 2022 inductees. Please go to mtfootballhof.com. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you.
5: September day with your wife and children working on some stage. In the, you stay in shock at the sight of
0: that black smoke rising against that blue sky. Did you shout out in- the Jason Walker Show? We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Cry. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up in the major mortgage man cave still today, before we scoot on out of here for the weekend, is of course Alan Jackson there. Where will you and the world stop turning on that September day? Also, we're going to talk uh, predictions, also on this day in history, and much more. So uh, stick around. Um, We're not going anywhere quite yet, but we're going to have a good conversation now with the uh, head coach of Polson High. He's been there for a couple of years, and he's got himself a really good quarterback by the name of Jarrett Wilson. The Pirates host East Helena Vigilantes on Friday nights in Polson, and to talk about it is the head coach of the Pirates, Caden Glinsman, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, first off, Coach, uh, how are things? You, we've, ne- we've, we've talked on Twitter, but we've never talked. So thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me. You know, it's my, my third year here. It, it feels like just uh, just, just yesterday, uh, you know, I was, I was sitting up in the booth at Carroll College 2018, and, and you were calling the game, you know, in the booth yeah. next, next to us. So it's uh, kind of a surreal feeling to now be the head coach of the Folsom Pirates. And, yeah, like I said, going into my third fall.
0: It is it is crazy that it's been that long, but uh, uh, it's been a pretty successful couple first couple of years for you at least
2: yeah you know uh, you know when we first got here you know uh, turning the program around you know just just coming in and, and just selling the idea of competing in everything that we do.
0: As uh, we talked to Caden Glensman, the uh, football coach at the—I uh, was going to say University of Pulson, it is a, the, the high school Poulsen, uh here on the Jason Walker Show, uh, courtesy of the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, let's talk about your team, and obviously it starts uh, at the quarterback position, Jarrett Wilson. I, you know, any any team that has him would be lucky, and you're the you're the guy that's got him.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's a he's a tre- tremendous young man. He's an awesome signal caller. Um, and we're just yeah, we're blessed to have him. Uh extremely accurate. Uh he's he's probably gonna wind up being a big sky kid. Uh if it's not a quarterback, it's probably gonna be end up being a safety and, and we're just thankful to have him for the time that we do.
0: Yeah, you got him for a whole nother year after this, which is always a nice. Thing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh hey, so uh, tell me about the rest of the team real quick. Uh your skill position guys and, and your defense and offense and all that.
2: Yeah, no, we have uh we have five Senior receivers, uh, you know, when we spread the ball out, we, you know, we're, we're primarily 10 personnel and, uh, and yeah, we, we've got a, we had a ton of guys coming back from last year and, and those, those, those guys are blossoming into their positions. Uh, Colton Graham's, uh, slot receiver, six, three, uh, probably about 180 pounds. Uh, he just figured out this past fall that he's, uh, he's probably a more of a football player than a basketball player. And, uh, you know, he just, just does a tremendous job of finding open space, uh, our, 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 our offensive motto is to simply attack face fast, and he does that probably about as, as well as you possibly could ask for. Uh, we have some other guys on the, on the, uh, outside. Uh, Alex Musky, baseball player, uh, tremendous speed. Uh, uh, on the other side, Robert Perez, another guy with tremendous speed, and I don't think he, he drops a ball that, that gets thrown his way. So, kind of, ton of, uh, Real you know, stuff coming back, and we're we're just looking forward to playing this Friday night.
0: Yeah, it should be a good game. All right, so I'm going to run through a, a, some names here. Do you still have these guys, Bronson Hendrickson.
2: Yeah, Bronson Hendrickson. He's a he's a six five, two hundred and thirty five, two hundred forty pounds. Uh, so he got again, bigger uh, since some... March. Yeah, yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's another one of those. You know, it's funny when 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 they were zero and nine, he was a freshman. Uh, and he didn't even want to come out as a sophomore. I talked him into it, like, I think the day fall camp started my first year. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a guy that again, he's probably going to be a, a big sky kid and, and just growing into his massive frame. You know, I was, I was talking to her, uh, a, uh, a big sky recruit, uh, recruiter this, just this afternoon. And I just was telling him, you know, he's, he looks like a Greek god and he still has a long ways, you know, left, left to go in the, in the weight room. So, you know, big things for him
0: uh go back to Colton Graham real quick uh, What, 1200 yards, nine touchdowns last year and only played in seven games. That's uh that's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, he was uh, unfortunately, you know, with with uh in between COVID and some uh and and an injury, he was only able to play in seven games. I think he had two games where he had over 250. Um and, and you know, the way our our offense works honestly is we're not trying to specifically give him, give him the ball, you know, each and every play. That's not how our offense is designed, but it just so happens that you know he's got a great relationship with Jarrett, and like I said, he just finds open space. Uh, he catches everything that that you throw at him, and and uh, you know he's you know he's for a, for a big guy he's he's able to make guys miss after the catch too. So
0: as we talk with uh, Polson coach Caden Glinsman here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline on a Thursday, day before a, a big game tomorrow with East Helena. Before we talk about the Vigilantes. You've got quite the connection. Not only were you a coach at Helena, but Sean Mergel, the AD at East Helena, was your defensive coordinator down in Nevada. Is that right?
2: Yeah. So, so he had just left, I believe, the University of San Diego with Jim Harbaugh, and he actually uh, came and and and. There's a ton of connections there. Uh, my head coach, Chris Ward, was a uh, was a Fairfield guy. He's a mm-hmm. uh, he's now the the head coach at Fernley High, um, and, and just won their their. Uh, his first state championship there. Um, but he's, yeah, he's a Fairfield guy. He's a Carroll guy. Our offensive coordinator is Tim Connors. He's, I believe he's in uh, the Carroll college hall of fame or ring of fame, something like that. Um, and then, yeah. And then Sean Mergle, uh, he, he came and he was our defensive coordinator, I believe my sophomore year and beyond. So okay. I've known those guys for a long time and, and uh, you know, they're part of the reason why honestly I I, I claim Montana and, and I, I think of myself as a Montana.
0: Well, you're, you've been here long enough, because you also uh, taught at East Helena, you coached under Tony Arnson at Helena High, uh, and you had a, a pretty good kid by the name of Troy Arnson at quarterback. So You know how to coach some quarterbacks there.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that was actually my very first experience when I first uh, uh, coached at Helena High, and, and we go out for a spring practice, and you know, that, after that day, I go back into the coaching, you know, in the coach's office and I say, wow, this, this Troy kid's pretty good. And they all kind of giggle and yeah, that's the, that's the coach's kid. So, uh, so yeah, I know that's, uh, that's been our relationship. Um, you know, all the way back and then obviously at 2018, I was, I was fortunate enough to be on his senior year, uh, uh, the, the staff of his senior year yep. uh, at Carroll College. Yeah.
0: Uh, he was such a, uh, uh, man, his role could have been more huge, I think at Carroll, but. I think he was underutilized there. Uh, Okay, East Helena, vigilantes. They're 0-1, missed last week with COVID. They're coming to town. But there's a lot of um, similarities. I mean, you obviously know the the school, but, you know, this is a – you know the coach because he was at Mission the last couple of years, and Tyler Murray, we had him on yesterday. But uh, this should be a good game. Now, they haven't scored yet. They're young, you know, all of that. But what can you expect from an East Helena squad on Friday night?
2: they're going to come out and they're going to play really hard. Uh, you know, they, you know, they're, they're obviously a young staff, but they're well coached. Uh, there's, there's lots of other, uh, guys on that staff, Carson Bender, uh, who I coached with at Helena high. He's on that staff. Um, uh, coach Sampson, uh, his dad is, that was actually our assistant principal here, um, here in Polson. So, uh, I, I just know that those guys are, are going to be, are, are going to be well coached. They're going to come out and, you know, you, you know, if you, if our, if our, uh, philosophy offensively is to attack space fast uh they're probably going to have a game game plan to take that away and and just looking forward to that challenge and 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 i talked with murray a little bit and and i understand where they're at in the program and i just gave him you know some words uh you know words of encouragement i think that that program's gonna gonna be very much on the rise here in the next couple years and and they're setting their foundation now and and like i said we're just looking forward to the uh the opportunity to go out and compete
0: I know you got to run to practice quick, but uh, let me ask you: with uh, the 20th anniversary of 9/11 coming up on Saturday, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, what do you remember from from that day 20 years ago?
2: Wow, it's crazy. It's been 20 years. I, you know, I was a freshman in high school, and uh, it meant you know so much to so many people. Uh, and and you know, with the game of football, I think the our you know our armed forces and military go go hand in hand with that. As far as that tribute goes, and and it's funny that you know I look back and. And and now that you mention it, you know the the guy that I was uh, I was watching that news clip, you know that footage was with in in, in Winnemucca, Nevada. He's now actually a, a Green Beret, and um, you know it's kind of funny how those things mold you. Um, and, and so for us, you know, like you said, looking back and uh, we just you know we got to humble ourselves and and not take you know not take this game too terribly seriously, and uh, and just know that uh, you know our our are people fighting overseas and 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 what 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 they're doing to uh to protect us here at home, you know, so we can play this great game, you know, shouldn't be taken for granted.
0: Have you talked to the kids about this at all this week? Uh
2: not yet, no. Cuz none of them will actually Yeah, yeah. Uh no, it's something actually we're going to talk about here uh after our, after our our shortened uh Thursday practice here. Okay.
0: Um wow. Let's end on happy note, shall we? It is National Teddy yeah. Bear Day. Do you have a teddy bear still?
2: No, no. Well, well, my my daughter is is uh, 7 years old. Okay. She's in the second grade and I call she her name is Reese and so I, she is my Reesey bear. So oh, how about that?
0: Okay, I like that. That's not bad. That's uh. Yeah. I I can I can handle that. Um I still don't I don't have a teddy bear either. Um but it, it is also uh, care bearers share your care day. So, if there was one care you'd like to share,
2: which would it be? You know, I'm just so thankful for this uh, for this Holston uh, community uh, supporting us, supporting our kids. Our administ- administration here is fantastic. Um, you know, I just I just I'm not very good at saying thank you, and so uh, you know that's, that's something that that I care very deeply about, and I know they care 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 for me, care for my family. Uh, they've taken us in with open arms, and I just couldn't be more grateful to be here.
0: Well, I'm, uh, I'm grateful that uh, you answered the phone um, and thankful that you came on the show today talking about the big game tomorrow. Good luck tomorrow. Uh, let's hook up in a couple weeks when you're down here. I um, would love Absolutely. to get a, a pirate helmet hanging up somewhere in the studio, so we've got to work on that. But uh, and next time I'm in Polson, we'll go golfing. How's that? Love it. All Absolutely right. love it. Good. Uh, good luck tomorrow night, Coach, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Jason. Caden Glinsman joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Good dude. Good dude. Polson, East Helena, Friday night in Pulson. It's going to be a good game. All right. Uh, let's do predictions before we uh, lose our Treasure State radio audience. So let's do predictions now. Uh, went 5-5 five and five last week. I sit 12-8 and eight overall through two weeks. Not terrible, but not great. All right. We'll start with some high school. we got six high school, four college games this week we're going to pick. All right, uh, Helena High at Butte, opening weekend, a conference play in the AA. Bengals have allowed a total of 14 points in two games. They have the most seasoned quarterback. I'll take Helena High, 28-12. Flathead is at Capital, A homecoming of sorts for Braves coach Alex Cummings, which we talked about. I think Capital's is just a better team, veteran uh, more so, and the Bruins win 17-7. We still need music for this, don't we? We do. Um let me find some real quick because we still need some good music for this. Uh, i got to find some. Uh, let's see. What should we do? I can't remember. I, I don't know what we should do for music for this. Okay. Well, we'll just do predictions then. Next week. How's that? All right. We've got uh, Capital winning 17-7 over Flathead. East Helena at Polson, Lots of connections in this one like we just heard. Uh, but any team that has Jarrett Wilson at quarterback is, 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 is my pick. Uh, Pirates roll 56 to 7. Townsend is at Whitehall. Dogs got a huge win last week. and I'm going to take them over Whitehall this week 42 to nothing. Jefferson hammered Whitehall a week ago. Panthers are at cutbank and win 34 21. Three forks at Florence Carlton. Wolves two and0. Florence Carlton unbeaten. I think they're first in the, well, they're ranked number one in the state. Uh, Three Forks is going to lose this one, 42-15. MSU Northern at Southern Oregon. Autzen Stadium in Eugene. Lights have had an extra week to get better, so of the Raiders, the Raiders win 35-17. Western is at Dickinson State. It's a non-conference game for both. I like the dogs on the road, 24-20. Western Illinois at Montana. Will the Grizz have a letdown after the Big win last week. Uh, I'd like to say yes, but the Grizzlies will win. I'm not sold on their offense yet. We'll go 17-9. Drake at Montana State. Cats should have beaten Wyoming a week ago. They'll be under the lights. Gold Rush at Bobcat Stadium. It'll be a patriotic night, and Montana State wins at 34 to 17. Those are our predictions, and uh, we'll run through them again. So take Helena High Capital. Polson, Townsend, Jefferson, Florence-Carlton, Southern Oregon, Montana Western, Montana, and Montana State. There you go. All right, uh, now on the state in history. It is brought to you by Mountain Nutrition. at 3222 Centennial Drive in Helena. Mountain Nutrition. Uh, Abby has been open for about three months now. And I love her shakes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Had the Reese's one yesterday. Chocolate peanut butter is very tasty as well. Uh, The the boosted teas, which come with, like, just awesomeness of metabolism booster, and provide 21 vitamins and minerals, as do the protein shakes, 24 grams of protein, 21 vitamins and minerals. You can follow on Facebook MTN Nutrition, also MTN Nutrition, mt on instagram 3222 centennial drive if you're in east helena and you're heading up to polson tomorrow you should stop before two o'clock because our hours are seven to two but you should or if you're driving from east helena into work just stop and get your uh mountain nutrition okay uh today is september the 9th it is national teddy bear day uh oh i know what music we could we should have used for that let's do this uh, let's see here. I like this one. I like this one a lot. We're going to do this.
4: Oh, ads. Ugh,
0: that's what my daughter says every time we play a video. All right, it's going to play right after this. Uh, it is uh, National Teddy Bear Day. It is Care Bears Share Your Care Day. It is National Wiener Schnitzel Day and also School Pitcher Day.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Love it.
1: Nothing better than Elvis On
0: this date in 1904 Boston Herald refers to the New York baseball club as the Yankees when it reports the Yankees tank too Yankees name does not become official until 1913 On this date in 1914 Boston Brave George Davis with a no hitter of Philadelphia 1945 Jimmy Fox hits his 534th and final career home run. 1948, Brooklyn Dodger Rex Barney no-hits the New York Giants. 1955, Don Zimmer hits the 4,000th home run in Dodger history. 1965, Sandy Koufax with his fourth career no-hitter, his first perfect game. And we have... Yeah, check this out. You uh, check this out. That is my Sandy I Koufax autographed pitcher. There you go. not even a Dodger fan, but I respect Sandy Koufax. Just saying. <laughs> it is also uh, um, 1978, Flushing Meadows, New York. Chris Everett wins her fourth straight U.S. singles title. 1979 John McEnroe would win his first Grand Slam title at the US Open and then five years later, 1984 on this date he would win his fourth. US title and final Grand Slam singles event. 1987 7, uh, strikes out as 45 uh, 4500th batter 4,500th batter 1990. Nineteen-year-old Pete Sampras wins his first Grand Slam title at the U.S. Open. And in two thousand six, Maria Sharapova, the teenager from Russia, but really of Bradenton, Florida, wins her first U.S. title, first of what five Grand Slams. She's got the career Grand Slam. Uh, Nineteen forty-five, the first bug in a computer screen was or a computer program was discovered by Grace Hopper. The first bug in a computer program. It was a moth, and it was removed by tweezers from a relay, and then taped into the log. So it was li- literally a bug. Happy birthday to uh, Colonel Sanders, born in this date in 1890, founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken. The walk-off is coming up, but that was on this day in history, presented by Mountain Nutrition and uh, 3222 Centennial Drive in Helena. Great shakes and teas. Oh, so good. And you can do aloe shots, too. And you have fat reducing shakes as well. Yeah. Energy, boosters. Oh, so good. Mountain Nutrition in Helena, uh, between right between East Helena. In fact, right next to BMC and uh, in between BMC and Auto Concepts. So, there you go. All right, let's uh, do this. Nope, this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Uh, the walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Stop in. They, uh, they love our country. They love our first responders, our police, our, uh, everybody, and our military as well. Cafe Zydeco is uh, very patriotic, and we love, we love Cafe Zydeco. you see Miss Lou in the game. Uh, for dinner tonight or this weekend. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I saw this. The uh, Tech and Rocky men are both receiving votes in the uh, first preseason NAI golf poll, Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, Remember, the Rocky men won the Frontier a year ago, did not get to go to nationals because the Frontier Conference dropped the ball. The Rocky women are receiving votes as well. Uh, the Frontier Conference champion Carroll College Saints not receiving votes, but they got screwed last year too because the Frontier Conference dropped the ball and you know played with only five teams and couldn't get a waiver for golf to go to the playoffs like they did for football because God forbid we do anything but football in the Frontier Conference. You know, there's also golf, but I do know some ADs are trying to get rid of golf although UM Western or Montana Western is going to add golf only for the Frontier Conference championship in the spring so that the Frontier plays with six so that the screwage doesn't happen again. The uh, Frontier Conference has uh, needs to take a look at its uh, leadership from the top on down. And I love Kent Paulson, but there are some things that need work done in the Frontier Conference for sure. All right. Um We've talked about it with a couple of coaches today already, um, and it's it's Saturday night. We'll be in Bozeman for Gold Rush, so no show tomorrow because we're going to be driving to Bozeman to get set up. But on Saturday afternoon, at around one o'clock or so, that's what we're shooting for. Could be two, could be a little bit earlier than one, but <laughs> round one we'll be uh, we'll be set up and we will break the news on the 2022 Montana Football Hall of Fame inductees here on the Jason Walker show you'll also be able to find out later that night during the TV broadcasts uh, f- from both the Grizz and the cat games on SWX but we'll have the uh, the official announcement tomorrow or uh, Saturday afternoon Saturday is going to be a tough day for many in the uh, in the world and especially in the United States of America um, we got an illegal Mandate sent out today, but whatever. As the faux president announced uh, no live speech coming up on Saturday, the 20th anniversary of September the 11th, uh, he's doing some recorded, pre-recorded video crap. Uh, we're going to take time to honor those who were lost, though. Not a ton. Just enough.
3: Fox is big noon Saturday.
0: Um... Because we, we care. And we're hoping the American flag stays over my right shoulder, your left side as you look at it from now on. But uh, we remember.
5: American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute We'll always recognize when we see your glory fly There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay
3: down our heads My daddy served in the army Where he lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy In the land of the free Now this nation that I love Falling under attack A mighty sucker punch Came flying in From somewhere in the back As soon as we could see Clearly through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world Like the boy of you like And the Sam Put your name At the top of his head At the statue There it is Gone, it's shaking and Fizz And the an eagle will fly And it's gone when you hear my freedom
5: This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage And you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. we
3: we'll put a food in your ass It's an American way. And you hit my
0: is a live look. That is a live look at downtown Manhattan, midtown Manhattan in New York right now. 20 years almost to the day. 9-11 Saturday will be the 20th anniversary. My brother fought in the war on terror with the U.S. Navy aboard the USS Milius. Um, I had a cousin who no longer speaks to me, but he was in uh, the war on terror. Actually was in Afghanistan, was in Iraq, and uh, much more. But um, we uh, we don't forget here on the Jason Walker Show. Do you remember where you were on that day when we lost civilians? Parents, fathers, mothers, sons and daughters. Children. First responders and so many more. Uh, it was the toughest and the saddest time in this country's history during my lifetime. And for many others, we heard from Coach Cummings from Flathead. We coached, uh, heard from Coach Caden Glinsman from Polson. We honor those killed and those left behind, and a big thank you to our armed forces who keep us safe, day and night. And that includes this dude right here. That is my son Bob, who is currently stationed overseas with the United States Army and a Black Hawk crew. We thank him for his service. Every day. We've been in contact. He's safe. But uh, we wish you well, bud. Get home soon. Godspeed. We love you. If you missed anything, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com. And we hope to see you back here on Tuesday. Remember, no show tomorrow. As we head down to Bozeman to get set for the Hall of Fame, Montana Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony announcement. Who's going to be in the 2022 class? I know. You'll find out Saturday. Also on Tuesday when we return, Kyle Mahelish will join us. Larry the Cable Guy will join us as well. Yep, you heard that. Larry the Cable Guy. We leave you with this. Another picture of... A live look on Earthcam of Midtown Manhattan in New York. We're thinking of you this weekend. And we remember what happened on this date 20 years ago. Take care of one another. We'll see you on a Tuesday at four.